Hey, I'm Caitlin. And I'm Sam. And we still don't know what goalie interference is. This is Biscuits and Tea. Yeah, seriously. Oh my god. Well, so did you watch the whole game tonight? Yes, I did. Wild versus Stars. People were a ton of people. One of my servers was making a joke about, oh, the North Stars are playing. <laughs> it was dumb. It was dumb. Yeah, no. <laughs> it was the most dad shit ever. Yeah, no kidding. I admittedly uh, didn't watch all of it that closely because it was kind of boring. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it was fine. It was just like, I don't know. Yeah, it was fine. See, like, that's what, like, I'll take that now instead of the first six games, like, being like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. We're going to die. To, to, be t- to be totally fair, yeah. I- I'd rather, like, boring is a nice change of pace. Exactly. Um, But yeah, it was just like, I don't know. And I mean, I follow the stars too. And just like their games, it just feels like they're just scrambling for anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, it, we've definitely pulled things together, but like, like the wild has, mm-hmm. but like not enough. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the thing is like, it's, I don't know. The last, I don't remember what the statistic exactly was, but it's something of like, the 15 of the last 16 games have been like one goal games or something with the wild. And I'm like, sounds about right. Which is super stressful oh. and like yeah, keeps seriously. it close. But like a lot of the times the games aren't exciting because like they're like low scoring one goal games, not high scoring one. Goal games. And yeah. And, like, I feel like um, sometimes you have a low-scoring game and it's because both of the teams are, like, like, you can have, like, when you have really close games or really low-scoring games, I feel like it's either because the team is really, both teams are really bad or both teams are really good. And so, like, I don't. Like, usually it's like, oh, it was a close game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, like, tonight I was just, like, it was a close game because the stars and the wild are just like not connecting stuff. They're like scrambling, really like like you know when um kids play soccer mm-hmm. and they all swarm the ball. <laughs> oh no! Like I had the same thought. I, uh, I had the same good. thought watching tonight. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I guess they wasn't. I didn't feel that bad about it. I think I really liked. Okay, I both liked and disliked in the third, at the beginning of the third, when the Wild were in the star zone, like, the entire time, like, just cycling. But, like, they just couldn't, they got, like, a few, they had less good chances than they really should have with that much time in the zone. Mm -hmm. Like, the first ten minutes, almost, like, completely in the zone. And I also feel like it was a, um, ironically, like, slow game. Because there were no whistles. 
like I felt like like there were hardly any breaks. It was just like going yes. and going. So it was a very sustained pace, but it was a very like slow, medium slow sustained pace. So I feel that. And yeah, for it sure. wasn't super like shot on goal heavy. So that's also going to make it a lot slower. And even well, mm-hmm. and I don't think the shots on goal counter was a really good indication of this game, just because there were a no. lot of block shots. There were like a shit ton of block shots, which always skews it because just because they're not making it at not making it to the goalie doesn't really mean that it's a slow game, but it means that. I don't know. It's less mm-hmm. close. I get you. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the shots on goal isn't. It doesn't paint a full picture, of course. Yeah, for sure. It'll be. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I th- I'm definitely interested. I don't look at like the analytics of like every single game because that would be insane. But I'm kind of interested to look at the ones for this one, just to see like. I don't know. In terms of like, yeah, shot like shots generated because I don't know mm-hmm. it kind of felt all over the place it yeah it did um it was really nice I, I thought it was so cute that Koivu you know got the <laughs> shootout goal and like the team mobbing him on the bench like was really I don't know yeah. it was so cute like I was just like oh like fanning myself i know like this morning i wrote i wrote i read the article on the athletic that michael russo wrote about koivu Mm -hmm. and it's basically he was interviewing like or he just talked to like a bunch of people like some on the team some like staff members etc that like knew him over the years or know him and was just writing a bunch of those stories and i was like ah i was like so happy because some of the stories were funny but also like sad and I was like I am very emotional yeah. right now and yeah and then the game it's like his, his thousandth game and like everyone was cheering for him and he was like thanks oh, I, know. <laughs> I know he's so funny like like I mean he comes he comes off very uh, stoic, stoic and like mm-hmm, for sure I don't want to say finish, but finish. Yeah. <laughs> Scandinavian. <laughs> For sure. And um, I don't know. It's so funny. Yeah. And it's, yeah. He's, yeah. yeah. I like I, Did I tell you about the dream I had where we got to meet the wild players? It was really bizarre. No, that sounds. It was really weird. It was like a state fair thing. Ooh. Well, it was like a dream. We, we, like, we were going to like the state fair and like the state fair was like all brand new <laughs> and whatever. And then I think Spurgeon, like, talked to us. But he he was, like, in costume, like, in drag for some reason. (laughs) Yeah, I think you did tell me about that, which is hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, yeah, no, this seems right. Which, like, I mean, I'm trying to think of the, I think one of the Leafs does that a lot. But, like, whatever. It, It was just so, I was just like, hmm. I don't, I don't know where that came from. I should look up Spurgeon's costumes in the past years. Yeah. Spurgeon's... How I wrote hockey costumes. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, hockey mm. players Halloween is yes. very... It's very interesting. It, just by the way, nothing comes up. 
Oh um, yeah, no. But some cigars. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. This is not, um, so I'm now on a site called The Cripple Gate. Um, for a new generation of nonconformist, Romans 12, 1 to 12, no. 2. <laughs> Get out of there, man. <laughs> Abort mission. <laughs> yeah. Because I remember, because someone on Twitter was talking about Halloween costumes of some NHL players. And I like, yeah, I tried to look it up. And it was like impossible. And then I tried going through Instagram, but then it's like, whose Instagram is it on? And I'm not going to search every single like player from this team to try and find it. And I was like, screw this. I'm done. You got to look on Tumblr. That's Um, where I've seen all of them. Tumblr. That makes sense. (laughs) That's the aggregate of all the fangirls. Yeah, exactly. So Joan Gable, the new U of M president. Yeah. Curse her name. She was like, talking at the beginning and I only caught the last part but I was like I don't think I'm supposed to like you she's not fucking from Minnesota and like she's from like somewhere in the south I think Mm -hmm. but like you know Minnesota sports are just so big right now because of college game day coming to Minnesota for the first time yesterday which like is really cool but like she didn't have anything to do with it yeah like I don't know why she was like and like on I'm still upset about the whole thing. Like her job shouldn't exist, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. And this is it's part of her whole thing of trying to be likable because like I mean, I graduated right before she was sort of put in the president's office and nobody was happy about it. Like we got rid of Kaylor, but then she came in and they're like, Oh, we're gonna pay her more and blah blah blah. And it was just like such a bullshit, like just who like the president of the university is just such a bullshit job. Anyway, yeah. she was on there to like announce that like the women's hockey team, U of M women's hockey team is going to be doing hockey day, which sure. Like, yeah, it's cool. Cause usually they just make the, the men go out there and their uh, track record isn't good. No, they've right been saying, well yeah that but also they've been saying for like ever on the hockey day minnesota like ads that the women's the women are playing yeah that wasn't new they, okay so they are um they're playing like ohio or something. 14 they're 14 and one and then there's three ties because uh ncaa doesn't like you don't you can't win in overtime mm-hmm. technically yeah which is weird but whatever um so, yeah, they're doing amazing, like they always do, every year. And I feel like, like, I mean, I have to say that, like, if you've ever been to, like, a U of M women's hockey game, their, like, stadium, like, absolutely fills up. Yeah. Ritter is always full. When I went to the Wisconsin game, I almost didn't get a seat. Like, they will pack people in standing room. And Mariucci is almost always empty. Yeah. <laughs> unless it's unless it's like St. Cloud or like UMD. So then all the people in state come and watch at Mariucci, which is where the men play. Yeah. And it's just, it's exciting. I just, I'm just like... I, I think it's lame that the NHL and ESPN and even like Fox Sports North haven't like caught on and they're like, oh, isn't it how cool how the women are going to play? And it's like, bruh, every hockey fan in Minnesota knows that the Gopher women's hockey team is where it's fucking yeah, at. So I don't. Yeah. If you're going to watch, <laughs> if you're going to watch women's hockey, 
if you're gonna yeah if you're, if you're gonna watch college hockey you want to watch the go if you're, wait no that kept coming out right if you're gonna watch the gophers watch <laughs> women's hockey there we go that kept not coming out right yeah no they are our best performing and most consistent team yeah them and like women's volleyball has been doing great or men's basketball team is like so so every year but like yeah just they yeah so that was just like dumb i don't know that bugged me it bugged me way too much but like it bugged me yeah because like it's annoying when like yeah it's difficult to put into words but like when the women are like just better but it they make it seem like it's pandering, but like, no, like they're actually better. Like you should be giving them the spot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, like they should have the spot. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm like, looking at the hockey. Oh, sorry. I say, or like you could, it's like UMD is at Minneapolis, but like UMD is won the last two NCAA championships, the men's team. So like that yes. could be a thing too, but like. Yeah, that's another thing. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I know, like, I mean, I have to say, like, fuck the Bulldogs, because I went to the U. I'm sorry. However, their team is so good and so fun to watch. Like, why aren't they doing whatever? I looked up the Hockey Day events. So, I don't even know who some of these teams are. (laughs) So, Holy Angels versus Minneapolis girls. That must be like ju- like that's high school. Middle school? No, that's high school. Is mm-hmm. it? Are you sure? Like 99.9% okay, well, sure. Grand Rapids versus Grand Rapids Greenway versus Oh, you know what it is? It's probably um a different division. It's probably like division AA instead of single yeah. A. Yeah. Grand Rapids Green Knight versus Blake girls. Or no. And then the NHL alumni game on Friday. Hmm. And then, oh, so I see they split it up. So there's two, there's four hockey games, two gir- or high school games, two girls and two boys. So then it's War Road, War Road versus Minneapolis and Blaine versus Blake. Jesus. What is Blake? <laughs> Blake High School. They are. But where? Um. Oh, where is yeah. it? It's in Hopkins. Oh. It's like a private, it's a private school in Hopkins. Mm, gross. And I don't know how Blaine's fucking high school hockey is doing right now. <laughs> but I guess we'll see. And then, yeah, it's Ohio State versus U of M. Yeah. And then we play the Stars again. But my main thing is like, why not have two college games <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> they could even do one at the excel center they've done that before i went to the north star tournament the last year they had it oh that's awesome whatever but you know they wouldn't do that because that's like good things to do yeah it's uh. i don't know why things have to be difficult yet here we are I know. I was talking about this on like Thanksgiving about how we were talking about football and we were talking about how the NFL like absolutely refuses to change and make itself likable because they're they're bleeding money, they're bleeding fans. And it's like, well, maybe if, you know, people didn't like have irreparable brain damage playing in your league, like 
maybe and basically the my long and short of it was like if they change the tackle rules slightly you could still have contact football and have it be way safer they're not talking about the nhl (laughs) (laughs) like (laughs) it's just the spider-man meme of them pointing at each other like you've just (laughs) described the nhl (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Except I'm not sure they're leading fans. They're just no, trying I to mean, acquire yeah. anyone. Well, yeah, but that's how it went. Like, NFL is like, hey, if you guys just change your fucking tackle policy, and if you had some fun, and if you updated your fucking, like, I don't know, archaic 1860s fucking, like, viewpoints on shit, then you might not be, like, bleeding and it's the same with the NHL. Like Gary Bettman's a fucking dumbass. Oh, like taking all the fun out of the game, not caring about player safety, not caring about player conduct. Like it is a fucking miracle that Bill Peters was fired, in yeah. my opinion. And that Don Cherry was fired. Like I was so ecstatic. I was like, there is no way Don Cherry's gonna lose his job. Cause he said so much worse stuff in the yeah, past. Yeah, exactly. But like this being a final straw was so good. Yeah. Like Sport, I'm Ugh. Sportsnet. I'm cautiously like, you do the right thing now. Like, we're watching you. Like, don't fuck this mm. up for yourself. It was like chef's kiss. Yeah. yeah. Like, good. Yeah. So, like, I'm like, I'm sure it's, it's so sad that this is like, ah, yeah, they're doing the right thing. Like, oof. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's wrong, buddy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. God. He's so terrible. Also, like, everybody's like, oh, well, you know, his Don Cherry's legacy to hockey. Oh. And I was like, bro, he's 85 years old. Hockey's a completely different game since he played and since he coached. Like, <laughs> when people say that, because, like, like, do they, like, I, the bad always the good. I'm sorry. In any case like this, the bad, I like, I don't even, I don't really know what Don Cherry has all done, but, like, I don't really care. I mean, just, just like, I mean, the main things before, like, going on Sportsnet is really just coaching. Yeah. He coached um the Bruins yeah. for a few seasons, and then... Like... Which, also, he um coached the Bruins, and then... Well, when he was a player, I mean, he played uh, minor hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, he never played in the NHL. And then when he coached the Bruins, I'm pretty sure he was fired because of being a dick. And then when he coached the Rockies, the Colorado Rockies. That existed. Um, he was fired for... Uh, being a dick, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like, mm. I mean, I th- I know he had better luck with the Rockies, um, which I think it's really funny that. Yeah, I am that, sensing a pattern that we used to call them the Rockies, but like, yeah, no, like he's always been an asshole. He's always been shitty, and he's lost him jobs before, and he never learned. So I, I I can't feel sorry for the guy. I can't feel sorry for him, especially as like a black person who like. I, I've literally done presentations on all the shitty things Don Jerry has said and done and how negatively it has impacted hockey. Yeah. Like you don't get to be like, it's bad enough to like be like 
racist and like intolerant and like bigoted in your like sports broadcasting but in a sport like hockey where like we like so much shit happens and it's so white dominated it's especially heinous yeah exactly and i was listening to a podcast and they were talking about like how the nhl hasn't even like Oh, I don't know how to word this, but like they have, we haven't even progressed. Like we're so, so white dominated that like we're not even past any sort of like quote, like I don't know, racial breakthrough. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm white, and so like of course we I've, need to celebrate the black players and the black staff and everyone who has like waltzed into the sport the like knowingly or unknowingly <laughs> no unknowingly or knowingly all these white people are going to be doing white people nonsense <laughs> but like that, I mean yeah it, the culture hasn't hasn't changed enough yet obviously and it's so disappointing no. to see people like I, I still, I can't believe that people are shocked about the Bolt Peters thing. Oh, yeah, about Bill yeah. Peters. Like, people yeah. were shocked about, like, I mean, like, I'm like, and they're saying, like, oh, like, nobody knew, like, like, the, like, they, the team swept under the rug so well. I mean, like, partially it was in minors, yeah, but also, like, you're so... Like, that's ridiculous if you think it doesn't happen. Like, yeah, seriously. Like, I, like, whether or not you know who's doing it, like, I'm not, like, some of you are cishet, able-bodied white men, and it shows. Like, some of you have never cared about a social cause, and it shows, like. Or like had to even like had to even think about it how it like affects you like some people were like oh he's probably lying it's like bruh wait <laughs> I, I don't think he needs to like lie about like saying that Bill Peters Akima Elio yeah mean, like needs to lie about Bill Peters calling him a slur I mean it probably happens to him a lot yeah like talk about wearing a clown hat like those mm-hmm. like I just it. Like, I get it because, like, they, these people who say that this is all a bunch of bullshit, like, I understand that they haven't had to see it. And so, for the most, and so they don't see it and they don't care. But, like, also pull mm-hmm. your head out of your ass. Like, yeah, seriously. It's, you're really. You have no excuse. And, like, the NHL and just, if I wish we could give hockey culture some diversity and inclusivity training. Like. <laughs> just the entirety of hockey culture. Yeah, okay, everyone. All of hockey. Okay. Ho- We're going to sit hockey down in a room. Yeah. And just, like, here how here's how it goes. And I think I was less, I don't know. Like, I would not 
be surprised, and I mean, like, if, like, the use of gay slurs and the use of, like, queer slurs oh, yeah. isn't... Well, that, I feel like... Like, the only thing that's <laughs> less common in the NHL than Black players and players of color are gay players, because there are no out gay players. There's none. I know. Which is no nope. wacky. Not in the NHL, no. Yeah. There's um well there's been people who have like had the press conference planned. Yeah. And then canceled last minute. Yeah. And there's been people who have done anonymous interviews. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I I bet I get it though. Like Oh, I wouldn't want to come out. I mean sports broadcasting like is so bad so toxic like that's why we're here it's so bad yeah because it's and like it's part like there's there's so many facets to it there's like there's a culture that happens in the locker rooms between the players the culture that happens between the coaches the culture that happens with like the front offices there's a culture that happens within the fans within the nhl and then and then like the media like there's all these separate little like facets to it and each of them just compounds on each other. And, like, they all have to change at once. Otherwise, if one doesn't change, like, they're not all going to be willing to change at once. So, mm. and, like, society in general still just can't figure out how to talk about gay people, which is mind-boggling. Especially, well, I should say sports media can't figure out how to talk about gay people. Well, but it's like normal news too, it, not normal. Like I guess popular media. News. I guess mainstream. mainstream? Yeah, that's the word. There we go. So, like, I mean, did you see the other thing about Bill Peters though? About how he was like kicking and punching yeah. players. I was like, <laughs> it's not funny. It's really not funny. But like, holy shit! I was like, who even are you? Like, what hole did you crawl out of? Like. And I mean, yeah. And it was, I don't know, this whole thing, I don't, I haven't heard it brought it up, but this whole thing reminds me of the Paul Fenton stuff that happened, just how he was a piece of shit. And I was like, how, why are there so many pieces of shit getting through to these important positions? And I'm like, I wonder, I wonder why. And again, Bill Peters and now Mike Babcock, which... Yeah, yep, makes yep, me yep. want to put my head through a fucking wall. Like, just that the situation, the reaction to it, just the total dumbassery that just like people are yeah. spewing and just like. I-, I love it when people are like, oh, well, you know, sometimes you get a bad coach. And it's just like, like, my dad is a sports coach. And Honestly, most coaches, and he's a youth sports coach, most coaches suck. Like, I mean, I think it's really rare to find, like, a really good coach. That being said, um, I I think uh, physically assaulting your players crosses a line there. Yeah, Um, I think that makes you more than just a bad or lackluster coach. (laughs) Um, I think that makes you a little bit worse than that. Yeah, that makes you a bad person. And, like, the Mike Babcock thing, like... That's, like, and people like to throw around, like, throw shit around and whatever. But, like, that's, like, emotional, psychological abuse. Like, 
it's no, not, it is. It totally it's not is. a pattern, Which, as far as we know. It was just one incident. But like, you're you can't sit there. You can't tell me that that is one incident. That's one incident that we know about. And like, there's no way. And like, my perspective is because I obviously never went professionally, and swimming is a totally different thing than hockey. But like, I. I've had several different coaches um, that were like, I had a couple coaches that were like, all right. Um, the majority of them were just all right. And then when I got to college, swimming, division three, like I had a coach and I was like, finally, like, like, I think this is a really good coach. Like, like at the beginning, like he had my trust, like, and I was like, this is like, this is a good spot. Like. I like the goal was to be able to swim through senior year. And I was like, with my major, it's going to be difficult, but like, I want to do it. This is what I want to do. And I thought it was possible. And then all of a sudden, like all of that trust and like respect, like it started kind of like downhill at first because I wasn't, I didn't quite know what was going on. And then all of a sudden when I realized what was happening, it was just like immediate, like, trust gone, respect gone, like, and it's, it's devastating, because, like, sports for professionals is obviously their, their entire life, but, like, for someone like me, who really, like, in swim season was always, like, hyper-focused, like, in swim season, swimming is everything. And mm -hmm. to have that, like, just, like, ripped out from under you, it's just, like, holy shit. Like, it just gives you this jolt that's just, like, ridiculous. And the person that you're supposed to trust, that's supposed to be, like, your guidance, like, your mentor, is suddenly, like, someone that you can't go to. Like, it totally mm, leaves yeah. you lost. And, like, it, like... It's just devastating. It's it's so hard to explain because it's like a coaching a coach is such a strained relationship. It doesn't it like it's kind of like a parent, but not really. It's kind of like a boss, sure. but not really. It's like there's um like for me at least, it's kind of like a cross almost. Like it's someone that's okay. like more important mm -hmm. than a and I mean at least also, at least, like, it depends on the culture of the team as well and how, like, seriously, I guess, they take the coach. Um, and it's obviously different in professional sports when you have, like, 15 different coaches, whereas we had, like, a lot less coaches. In but, yeah. like, it's, yeah, having a, having a, not just a bad, but, like, bad in terms of, like, a coach who is a bad person is terrifying yeah for sure like i mean um i like i can't like i can't imagine and i mean we've seen this before like therian mm -hmm. um for sure the whole ottawa senators bullshit mm -hmm. um like there have been like uh, the coach I, I people i mean people are always talking about the players and the players but like coaches have such a big impact on like the culture of something yeah of like the team of the rooms they're in like i mean 
that's always like a huge thing. Like in high school, I mean, I managed the wrestling team and like, if, if the coach was in a bad mood, the practice was just like tense and people would mess up. And my, the coach um, for our high school wrestling team, like he wasn't a very good coach. And also just like, he, he would like, there was one time I remember specifically where we had a very like bad wrestling team and they won, they lost a match, but they wrestled so well. All of the kids did like the right thing. Like there, it was great. It was a great, like you can play well and have a good like match game, whatever, and still lose. Like, like you can. And then like he just reamed them out for like 40 minutes and like they were like crying and it was just terrible. And it's like, okay, so you've built all of this, like, here's what you should do and like good good practices and good behaviors and like good effort. And then you just like told them that it doesn't matter to you if they don't win, which is like I'm sure a huge thing. And it's a little different because, I mean, in the NHL, like... You gotta win. <laughs> you gotta win. And it's like, I mean, I, 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 of course, am like, no, I just want everybody to have fun because it's a sport. Yeah, like, see, because... <laughs> it's supposed to be entertainment, but it's also, like, spawn this weird... Like, it's entertainment, but it's also a business. And so it just, like, mm -hmm. it, like everything is just fucked up. This yeah. just fucks Which, everything and up. It does, for sure. And it's like, like, yeah, I want to see my team win. Yeah, I want to see them do well. But also, like, if something came out tomorrow that was like, Bruce Boudreau, I don't know, fucking ran over <laughs> Matt Dumbo with his car or some shit like that, like, I, I wouldn't care. I, that's what I would care about. I would care that those players are not getting treated well. And, like, that's another thing is, like, in the NHL, like, people are always talking about, like, this is going to sound bad. People are always talking about, like, in the RPF, which is real person fandom side of things, about how it's like, oh, well, like, those are, like, they're, like, coworkers. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's You're not a coworker with somebody when you're on a team with them. No. Like, yeah, sure, in name and, like, on your fucking taxes. That's a really interesting thought, NHL player taxes. Anyways, I have like, when you're that. on. I know, but, like. Yeah, it's do, do they get a W two from the Minnesota Wild, or does it come from NHL? Anyways, <laughs> these are questions I have no answers to, and I almost don't care. Like I kind of care. I'm like, oh, I wonder, but I also don't care. What, but also, what does Zach Parise's W two look like? <laughs> this is interesting because there's like Anyways. actual paid salaries different than the salary cap. It, yeah, well, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure we can message cap friendly like do you know any of this but hey cap friendly y'all got those tax document <laughs> hookups yeah but no anyway it's i mean obviously again cannot speak to professional like hockey but like teammate again is a weird like you can be friends and it can go like beyond a friendship relationship more like, I don't know, a sibling relationship or whatever. I mean, however you want to characterize these. But, like, you can also mm -hmm. have, like, a more casual relationship with your teammates, too. Like, yes. Like, it depends. Like, there was people on my team that I didn't really talk to all that much. Like, but, like, obviously was on, like, good terms with. And there were people 
who I swam with, who I was like best friends with. But like the point of the team is that you know everyone and everyone like can get along. So I like, I mean, sports is also very interesting because it's a weirdly intimate thing because like, like with swimming, obviously like there's a lot more nudity than probably other sports. Well, when you say that, all I can think of is that juniors team that just makes out with each other. What? Yeah, no. So, like, there's this juniors team in Canada. I think they're juniors or they might be binars. I can't remember. But, yeah, no, like, they talk about how they kiss each other a lot. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's team bonding. (laughs) And, like, the article that was written about it is the most, like, no homo thing ever. It's like, what's better than this? Guys being dudes. Like, embodied in an article like they're talking about like like it got written because one of the players like scored and then his teammate came up to him and just like laid one on him and then they're talking about like the team the like the players are talking about like who's the best kisser and stuff like that and like it's funny but like in sports that shit isn't that weird like this is gonna sound really like sparta but like the line between like i don't know and also like my experience with sports is wrestling which is maybe one of the most contact sports possible because you're literally rolling around on the floor with somebody but like like we would cuddle and like shit like that and be all over each other half naked even as a manager and it wasn't anything else mm-hmm. yeah so like th- that's I'm laughing just because I'm trying to. You picture- can't be a coworker with somebody. Yeah, like I'm laughing just because I'm picturing like how the media is trying to like write this article. Like, um, I don't understand how. I don't know how we should write this. What should the tone of this be? No, I will yeah. for sure find you the article and like, like send it to you. And of course, if you look it up, all you're gonna find is Brad Marchand. Right but like, oh, this was like teammates kissing each other and again like like and that just goes to the whole point of like sports don't translate to business or like real life even workplace workplace really well like your team i mean i know kids on my dad's team who are like like he's one of their parental figures Mm -hmm. like the winter of every year you know he gets to go spend they get to go spend time with their like wrestling dad Mm -hmm. like they he like he is super important in like all these kids lives he's gone you know like he's going to their parents will ask him to like give them advice in high school even Mm -hmm. and you know i mean he spends so much time with them and it's still different than like the relationship that like I have with him and that my brother has with him for sure. Mm-hmm. But like, it, it's really similar, similar. Like I, when I go into like a wrestling room and like my dad's coaching, it, it feels like, I don't know, it, it kind of puts us in a position where I could almost feel a sort of kinship with the other kids, yeah. which is a whole super thing. Like it's just, it does not, it's more than just your workplace. It's more than just a business. It's like, it's it's a part it's like a very very distinct and important part of your life yeah exactly and if we can't make sure that like people are safe in that part of their life then like we're failing people like i cannot imagine like going to like 
Hello, and welcome to uh, the almost middle of the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you so much for listening uh, to this, our first episode of Biscuits and Tea. This is something Sam and I have been uh, starting up and working on for a while. Uh, we're still working out some kinks, which um, <laughs> is why I'm doing this so late. Sorry, bud. <laughs> but yeah, we're so excited to like do this more and get better at what we're doing. Um, you know, things like improving our audio quality and improving our radio voices. But yeah, uh, if you want to see more from us, you can follow us on Twitter at Biscuit Podcast. Um, or if you want to check out our Patreon, uh, that is Biscuits and Tea, patreon.com slash Biscuits and Tea. Uh, but yeah, we had a ton of fun recording this. We're having a ton of fun planning for the future. Um, but we'd love to hear from anybody listening and see what you think. Or just hear from you about, you know, our favorite sport, hockey. Even though it puts us through some shit. <laughs> Alright, I'll let you get back to it. Thanks. What did you think was going to happen? This is the what did you think was going to happen? It's just fucking ridiculous. It's just abusive and shitty and oh my god if like like what is what else is happening? Like all I hope is that like should we start like an NHL player hotline so that like the NHL players can call us and then we can like release their shit anonymously because like if that needs to happen then yeah, let's do it. Like Yeah. Cause like, yeah, and as as to like what the point of it was, like the interesting thing about people who are abusive is like, I like I like a lot of the times I don't know how to say this. I'm not. I have no expertise in like psychology, but like. I, like, I don't know. Like, at least in people in my life who have been abusive, like, in their case, like, they don't, they aren't, like, out here, like, aha, I know how I can be abusive today. It's, like, just constructed in their minds, like, this is, like, what's like either right or this is what will give me control or yeah like this is going to make me feel better whether that's a conscious thought or not like yeah for sure and yeah my my expertise is more of in like surviving it and not the psychology more of psychology of survivors of emotional abuse then and psychological abuse than the abusers themselves but like yeah like how do we how do you get this to stop basically like yeah like that's that's the main thing if nothing around it because wants to change if like the fans 
and the media like are perpetuating the change like I don't know man for sure because like I mean people are like oh well blah 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 like you know who who cares about getting kicked and like punched and it's like bruh that is not the fucking point like just and like it's another thing because like these guys are playing such and I shouldn't say just like NHL because like you know that this happens at levels like you know that this happens in women's hockey all the way up to the top and you know for a fact this happens happens in college hockey like I can't imagine a more vulnerable position than like a D1 college athlete really yeah and see that you know what happened juniors that's the scariest part is like knowing that it happens at this level and the farther and farther you go down the worse and worse if this happens it is because those people are more and more vulnerable like if you're this vulnerable as an nhl player as some of like the top players in the league and then getting paid millions of dollars and like being beloved by your fan base as marner is like yeah, but yeah. Like, like no one else. Like, how do you? Yeah, how do you even comprehend? How do you even comprehend what's going on? You basically just you have to quit if you want to stop. And I mean, that's in my situation. That's what I had to do. I like, mm-hmm. and that's the thing too is you can go to other places but then you're going to be called x y and z you're just making trouble like you're just which yeah x either yeah that that subject's been beaten to death but also like sometimes those people don't do shit anyways and then you're just like Mm -hmm. literally no one wants to do anything about this you're like what am i supposed to do like I can continue on being, quote, a part of this team, but, like, to the detriment of my physical, mental, emotional well-being, like, it's, Mm -hmm. and that, that should be absolutely not the case. That should be ridiculous. That should be so, like, that shouldn't even be something that you have to consider. It should be, this should not happen at all. If it does, you have the proper channels and the people who are going to listen to you instead of just saying, sit down, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Or leave. No. Yeah, for sure. Because, like, it's... I have to think about what I was about to say. Sorry. <laughs> um... Like, it's just like, it's just hard because, like, when these people are playing, you know, a sport that's like heralded as, like, you know, the toughest sport, you know, big murder boys on knives skating around on ice at breakneck speeds, like, like, I'm in a Discord server, and somebody, when the news about Sean Avery broke, somebody was like, I didn't know he was such a pussy bitch. And it's like, 
bruh, no, shut the fuck up. Cause you know, cause you know, like, like it's, and I was like, if I came to your house and kicked you right now, I'm sure you'd have a fucking problem. Yeah. But like, and that's another thing too, is like, I'm a person who honestly, like I, I'm not somebody that has been very vulnerable in my life. Like, I mean, I'm black and gay, but like, <laughs> besides like, like I'm not somebody who you haven't been put in positions. That well, is- yeah, and like I, I'm yeah, I'm I scare people. I'm intimidating. I'm an intimidating person, and I've never been put in a position where somebody made me feel vulnerable or less powerful than them because I, I think I scare people off, and like I think that's a lucky thing. Like I don't think that's like a oh I'm just better. No, that's just that's just how it fucking worked. I'm just lucky enough to not have been in that position, and I can't say shit about how like these hockey players need to just suck it up. That's so dumb. Mm-hmm. And, and like I mean, and I think about like um, God, who was that player who like played on a broken foot, and everybody was like, oh, that's just how the, the game All works. And it's like no, or like no, was it um? I think Patrice Bergeron several playoffs ago had like cracked ribs and like all this shit. And it's like, and they were like praised for it, and it's like no, absolutely not. Like get out of here. Just, it's so bad. Just, yeah. And and I know, and I mean, I think with some of those things, like it can be hard because, like, oh well, how bad was the break, and like, how were they feeling about it? But like, I know for a fact that there are players who have been forced to play by their coach, by their GM, by other guys in the fucking locker room, yeah. and that's that's not what this is about. Like, I don't need hockey if it means people are getting hurt. Like, I don't. Yeah, exactly. And it's so frustrating to see people not understand how this is impactful how like getting kicked actually hurts or how like getting thrown under the bus by your coach how that actually hurts because like there's only so much sympathy like you can have and sometimes like people aren't just like they aren't good or don't want to put themselves in other people's shoes. So when mm-hmm. people tell them, hey, this is how I felt, they don't care because they can't see it themselves and they and they won't listen to other people. So like to try yeah. and explain um yeah, to try and explain how that hurts and how and what those effects are to those types of people it's like banging your head against a brick wall like yeah. you're you're only gonna hurt yourself and it's mm-hmm. and that's so frustrating because like it's those people I, who I, are like it's fine like suck it up like this isn't a big deal i feel like it's i feel like it's especially difficult when that person is being like antagonistic about your experience oh for sure and they almost always are and yeah. there's, yeah, they just want you to sit down and shut up and not get in the way of their enjoyment or their consumption of their media or whatever they've, yeah, they don't, yeah. they oh, don't yeah, want it to it. change. Mm-hmm. The current- well, and like, yeah, people accept crazy shit because, you know, oh, well, my favorite coach did it, like this is old news, I guess, but, like, when I first found out that um, Mario Lemieux had, like, 
Um, I think he had other players do this, but like, like so Sidney Crosby lived with him for like years. Yeah. He turned 18. That's fucked up. Um, (laughs) Can you imagine living with your boss? That's fucked up. Sorry. No, that's fucked up. Mario, you're a piece of shit. Um, And like, everybody was like, oh, well, you know, he just took him under his wing and accepted and, you know, trained him. I was like, bruh, this is like, somebody call Chris Hansen. Um, This isn't okay. Um, And also, this is also going to sound weird. I don't know if you've looked at like, or even had a glance of like how sort of like the fan fiction side of like hockey fans like re- interpret that relationship, but it's not a very big step to, like yeah. that they have to take to get the, to these crazy sexual fantasies. Like it's just there's just so much wrong with it, and like I'm really hoping that we're seeing like a cha- a big meaningful change yeah. in hockey because like. It needs to happen. People need to stop getting hurt. Yeah, and if it doesn't, and if this continues, it's, it's just, it's, I don't know. It's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Like people, like on the back end of it, like kids aren't getting signed up for hockey because of various things, yeah. not because yeah. of it's too expensive, and just it's you're just going to run out of players. There aren't going to be enough people heavily it's just gonna dry up yeah you know that you know all the parents who are going to sign up their kids for hockey like this winter for the first time are looking at bill peters and being like hmm maybe i shouldn't maybe i shouldn't set my kid down this path exactly or like i mean there's so many like and i mean it happens in every sport it's not just hockey but like I feel like every couple months, like, there's a case about, like, some, like, youth coach, like, abusing the kids. And then, like, it's just, and it's, and it's surely, it's just, like, I feel like it's such a, when you're a head coach, you're put on such a pedestal Mm -hmm. where you can do no wrong. And, I mean, it was the same with, like, um. Like you're put in such a position of authority, and I mean, we saw the same. We say, see the same thing with GMs too. Mm-hmm. But like, that's why it's so hard for a coach to get fired, even after they suck at their job. And it's so hard for a GM to lose his position, even though he sucks at his job. Except for ours. Oh yeah, <laughs> last season was a huge mistake. Um, <laughs> but like. And it's just, and it's so hard for people to talk about this shit. It, like, yeah, because you don't want to, because you don't want to spoil that image. You want to just go along and be like, everything is great. Because it's and, so much and I will easier say, like, too. Mm-hmm. And I know my dad, like, when he wrestled in, like, high school, he, like, responded to, like, uh, getting, like, like, berated and, like, you know, mm-hmm. getting pumped up that way, he responded well to that. Um, he actually, he had one of the, um, like, assistant coaches that was closer to his age, like, you know, wrestle with him, throw him around, smack him around a little bit. But, like, it, in the way that you do with wrestling, I think wrestling's kind of hard, too, which there's a very, like, like, there's a lot of things that happen in wrestling that are, like, if it happened in another sport, you'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, because anyway, it's a contract. Like, that kind of shit. It's that kind of a weird <laughs> yeah. sport. 
Like, like, yeah, literally. And I mean, it's, I guess the same with hockey too. Like it, it, whatever. But, um, and, but that's different though. Like the head coach would never do that. And he asked for it. Like, but people always come up with like anecdotes like that. It was like, oh, well, and I mean, it's the same with fucking, um, like Facebook. Like you see something like, don't beat your kids. And then somebody's like, when I was five, I got beat three times a day and I'm better for it. And it's like, bruh, you're not though. Please go to therapy. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's like, things should be better for other people. Just because you suffered doesn't mean you should make other people suffer as well. And you didn't think you suffered? Yeah, yeah, especially- People talk big time. Yeah, especially if you don't think you suffered. That's almost, that's almost even worse. Like, then that just makes me sad because either, like, you don't Mm want to be a surreality or you've just been brainwashed into thinking that you are fine. And that's that means the people around you aren't supportive and thinks and yeah, and are basically just gaslighting you. And, like I've been mm-hmm. the victim of gaslighting and it 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 really fucks you up. Cause that's the point. Mm-hmm. The point of yeah, that's, the point yeah, of gaslighting. The whole purpose. Yeah, is to make you think that what you're experiencing isn't real. That your emotions, yeah. experiences, like it makes you question everything, and it it's because it be, it's because it comes from a person in power. Yeah. Well, um, hockey's fucked. We should all find different hobbies. Yeah. Um. The, well, <laughs> I, we can do that. Uh, the other thing too that's scary is like, do we want women's hockey to be put on by the <laughs> NHL? That makes my head oh god hurt. no! Like the idea of Gary Bettman being in charge of women's hockey just like made my asshole clench. Like it makes me like physically like I'm physically I feel nauseous. Like I feel physically ill just thinking about that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Gary Bettman's yeah. like his time better be ticking because if it's not, I don't know. Yeah, I'll take his job. I promise you, I'll do a better job of it, man. Just like. I'm still not over the, you know what? I'm still not over a lot of things. The Olympics thing mainly and the fucking handling of the all-star game, which are literally like the two things that bring in the most like people to the sport that expose a more diverse audience to the sport. He was like, nah, like fuck him. Fuck Gary Bevan. He's such an idiot. Like that's just not smart. That's just not a smart thing. Yeah. Like we want to, for some reason, gatekeep hockey so bad like so bad because it's racist xenophobic misogynistic like because we want that's another because we want to keep it like anglo-saxon like white people the white not even white people white men and white people who will go along or anyone who will go along with this bullshit and it's and it's sad because like because like white men have the ability to to do that they are the people mm-hmm. who have the most money and the most power and the most access to keep it like this oh god, oh god. sorry mm, yep yeah for sure and hockey has the same like 30 last names which also does not help anything 
Well, like, that was another thing with Don Cherry that, like, really bugged me. People were talking about how great he is. And it's like, I'm sorry, but all he talks about is, like, good old hockey and how only Canadian players play right. Like, like very, like very literally, I've done a lot of research on him specifically for, like, academia, whatever. And um, not even Canadian, non-Quebecian, non-Quebecian Canadian, whatever that means. Yeah, that's no, true. True. The yeah. English speaking um, part of Canada. Yeah, non-French Canadian for sure. Yeah. Like like I mean and just like the NHL's treatment of like Russian players is like ridiculous. Like what year is it? 1972. Like the USSR is gone. I That's my I'm just thinking about I'm just thinking about that fucking um, top 100 players list or whatever the fuck it was that had Patrick Kane over Evgeny Malkin. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that's that's. I mean, Patrick Kane might be one of the most disappointing players of all time for a number of reasons. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, have you seen him lately? Yeah. I every time I'm reminded of the Blackhawks, I smile because they're bad. Like, and that's when I'm <laughs> reminded of them. You know who I don't really forget about a lot? I don't forget about the Bruins a lot. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, I don't know. Daily, maybe. Like, I never really forget about them for long periods of time. The Blackhawks. Once a week, I'm like, oh, yeah. I really, I, re- I keep forgetting the, f- <laughs> I keep forgetting, <laughs> I keep forgetting the fucking Canucks are Oh, shit. Yeah, them too. Like they're actually, not- <laughs> and they're not. <coughs> they're like like fifty percent win rate this season so far. That's great. Yeah, like I think something about, like that. Like I've seen more about the Red Wings recently than I have about the Canucks. Or hey, the Red Wings have been like I've been really enjoying watching their games. Like I really like I ca- I've been catching a couple when I can or even catching some highlights and like I really like how they play. Like they don't necessarily produce like as many results as some other teams, but like they play consistently and they play as a team and I really appreciate mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Cuz like none of my other teams seem to be able to pull that off right uh, now. <laughs> consistency who? Yeah. What's consistency? Wait, there are other players on the ice with me? Yeah. That I can use with with help? Yeah. Like, I've been... So, I follow Sean Tierney on Twitter, and he, like, puts together graphs and stuff of, like, analytics. And the New York Rangers are just all by their lonesome down in the bottom corner of the graph. And it's so sad. It's so sad. I'm like... Jesus. But then, like, they beat the Canes, they beat the Wild, they beat the Bruins. And I was just like... Um, like, and they're still at that, like, bottom corner, like. <laughs> they're doing better than the Devils and the Blue Jackets. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, still. I didn't realize until, like, fairly, I don't know, like, sometime this, like, calendar year, like, fairly recently, that the Blue Jackets and the Wilds were introduced in the same, like, either the same year or, like, one year apart or something. It's probably a year. Yeah, they're very similar. Yeah. Like closely. they're probably a year apart because I don't think they would do two expansion drafts in a year. That would be nuts. Um, well, but yeah, and then realizing I that, guess, yeah. like, they hadn't they won their first playoff round this this mm-hmm. last year in the playoffs, and I was like, 
oh shit like people think that wild are disappointing like we've been to the conference finals like oh we've man. done shit like don't come after us man leave us alone we're not the franchise you should be Find Biscuits and Tea Podcast on Twitter at Biscuit Podcast or on Patreon at patreon.com slash biscuits and tea.